Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Shoftim. According to the Chinuch, Pashas Shoftim contains 41 mitzvos, 14 positive, and 27 restrictions. I'd like to focus this morning on the mitzvah of appointing a king in Israel. And I urge you to bring your chumashim to the table, and you're going to see at the very beginning of Sheni, the second Aliyah, that the Torah introduces this mitzvah radically different than all other mitzvahs in the Torah. The Torah normally and usually teaches one law after another. Here, the Torah has a most strange Introduction to this mitzvah. Says the Torah, when you come to the land that Hashem, your God, gives you, and you possess it, and you're going to settle in it, and you will say, I will set a king over myself, like all the nations that are around me. In simple English, we want a king, but unfortunately they're saying, why? Just like the other nations, let us be like them. So Hashem says, listen carefully, you asked for it, you got it. Namely, and I quote, you shall surely set over yourself a king. However, unlike you who are saying, that we should be like all the other nations, no, the Torah goes on to say, if you're going to do it, do it as Hashem tells you to do it. He is going to make the rules. And so, the Torah says, the king can't have too many wives. The Torah says, the king can't gather too many horses. The Torah says, the king can't amass too much of a personal fortune. Amazing that the Torah is imposing these kinds of limitations on the king. And let's understand something. Most important, given that he is going to have great power over the people, as the Torah says, Som Tosim Olecha Melech, which means you are to place him upon you. And it's understood, as the Rambam writes at the beginning of chapter 2 of Hilchos Melachim, Umis Kabod Godol Nohagin Bamelech. Great honor is given to the king. Umisimen Lo Ema, and we extend Ema, Yira, Belev Kol Adam, that each individual is to have fear and reverence of this individual. Now, the role of the king, clearly, we're told in the Rambam, at the very end of Hilchos Malachim, chapter 11 and 12, where he talks about the next future king, that please God is coming, at at any day, and that is the Moshiach. He writes at the beginning of chapter 11, that HaMelech HaMoshiach is going to come and restore Malchus David, the kingship of David, to its original splendor and glory. He's going to bone HaMikdash. He's going to build the base HaMikdash. He's going to be Mechabetz, 
Nitzchei Yisrael. He's going to ingather the dispersed of Israel. And v'chuzrim kol ha-mishpatim biyomav. And all the laws of our Torah are going to be returned, restored, kishoyu mikodem. Like we had before, makrivin korbanos, there's going to be the offering of sacrifices. And look further in chapter 11 of Hilchos Malachim. I, however, would like to focus on a different aspect and importance of the king that we should realize why is it that we need a king so much today. That we every day in our Shmona Esrei, three times a day, we pray, Esemach David Avdecha Meherosat Smiach, the shoot of David, please bring it forth, referring to the Mashiach, that we pray every day for the restoration of kingship. Whenever we wash, and on Shabbos you have to wash and bench, in the third bracha, we ask Hashem to have mercy on His people, on Jerusalem, which is the entire land of Israel, and we ask for the restoration of the kingship of David. And then right after that, and then please God, the Beis HaMikdash. But kingship is something that Rabbeinu Bachaya says in understanding the Pasuk. Why is this mitzvah introduced the way it is? He says, because ideally the Jewish people should not have a king. Period. The same way that if you think about it, Ideally, we shouldn't need even a Beis Hamigdash. The Jew can access God any place. Unfortunately, when we sinned with the golden calf, Rashi explains, then there was a need for something tangible, and HaKadosh Baruch who says, you asked for it, you got it, and gave them a Mishkan, which later became the Beis uh, HaMikdash in Yerushalayim. And here too, ideally, says Rabbeinu Bechaya, we shouldn't need a king. Hashem is Avinu, our loving father, and Malkeinu. That's it. However, once we are asking for a king, and we're not only asking a king in terms of who's going to run the country, in terms of organizing a standing army to lead the nation in battle, to determine foreign domestic policy, to supervise collection of taxes, building of roads, milting of coins, all of the above, I'd like to focus on one very important aspect of the king. And that is, he is the great unifier. Says the Sefer Achinuch in Mitzvah 497. And quoting the Rambam in his Mitzvah of 173, the role of the king is Lemanos Oleinu Melech Me Yisrael to appoint a king over Israel Kadeshia Kapsenu Kulanu to gather us, to unify us together, to make us one people. Not just that we all live in one land, that's not 
what makes us one people, the king is going to unify us. Why? I'm going to suggest two reasons for this. One, unfortunately, if you look in the 18th chapter of Proverbs, verse 1, the wise King Solomon says, Lesava Yevakesh Nifrod. Loosely translated, it means that if someone is into themselves and wants more and wants more for themselves, then such a person, listen carefully now, is not interested in the community, is not interested in others, only cares about himself. The king represents a focus that each and every one of us can and will relate to, number one. Number two, as we find in the Hakdama, the introduction of the Nitziv to the book of Bereshis, he says the book of Bereshis is called Sefer Hayoshar, the book of the just. Because Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the primary movers and shakers in the book of Bereshis, they not only had their convictions, but they respected others. And this, he says, even others that they differed with. This, he says, unfortunately, was the terrible situation at the time of Churban Bayis Sheni. There was Torah, there was mitzvot, but there was no tolerance. If you did not conduct yourself just the way I did and I do, then you're out. And that is not the Jewish way. We are to recognize, says Rav Hirsch, that Jacob Avinu had 12 sons and each was different. But each one was focused on Hashem in his way, and we have to represent and recognize and realize that there are many different acceptable ways. Who is going to be that great unifier? It is none other than the king. The Torah has in Parshas Vayelach a mitzvah which comes once in seven years. On the sukkahs following the Shemitah year, the king fulfilled the mitzvah of Hakel and read the Torah to the assemblage of the entire nation of Israel. And if you listen to the words of the Rambam, it's a kind of recreation of Maimon Har Sinai, having all the people together. And who is doing the reading of it? The king, as the Torah specifies. And the Rambam says, Shehamelech Sholiachu. He is the emissary, Lashmia Divrei Hokeel to make known the words of God. Interesting, the king has so much power, and therefore the Torah in its great wisdom says that the king is to write like every Jew. Every Jew has to keep Shabbos, the king keeps Shabbos. Every Jew puts on tefillin, the king puts on tefillin. Every Jew has a mezuzah, that's right, the king has a mezuzah. Every Jew has an obligation to write a Sefer Torah, and I wish it on everybody, 
comes along the Torah and says, but the king, he has to write a second Sefer Torah. And this second Sefer Torah, obviously it's going to be a little bit smaller, because where is it going to be, my friends? Says the Torah, and it's to be with him. And he's to read it all the days of his life in order that this will keep him in check to remind him that he too, T-O-O, is subservient to Hashem. Hashem put him in this position and his primary allegiance is to Hashem. Now, a beautiful quick thought of the Chassam Sofer. The word Sefer is usually feminine. Vizos HaTorah. When we do Hagba, we say this is the Torah feminine, Zos. Here, it should have been Vekorova in the feminine. It says Korovo. Says the Chassam Sofer that it doesn't only mean to read in the book, that he should read the book, but the book should be a reflection on him, that you should be able to read him, meaning he should reflect the Torah. When we have such an individual who embodies literally the reflection of how a Jew should ideally live, then, wow, says the Gemara in Brachos, Nun Ches Amar Aleph, Malchusa De'ara, the royalty of earth down here, is Ke'ein Malchusa De'Rakia, is a reflection of the royalty of Hashem. In simple English, the king is going to be the one to help all of us have a stronger personal connection with Hashem. Each and every Jew has so much great potential. This potential has to be literally leashed, and this potential has to be garnished. And who is going to be the one to do it? Once again, the king. Once we are all focused on the king, the Beis HaMikdash, this is going to uh, bring together, please God, the great unification of the Jewish people. I can only tell you, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, in the days of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Lohi, we had six Talmidim. They were poor, but the six Talmidim were able to cover themselves with one blanket and study Torah. Do you want to know why they were able to do it with one blanket? Because each one wanted to make sure that the next one has. And when each one is concerned about the next one, we all have. Once again, we are bliayin hara, making progress, but we should never lose sight of the best which is yet to come. And included in that best which is yet to come is the great unifier known as Melech of Am Yisrael. Shabbat Shalom to all.